Welcome to Who Picked This Movie, News No One Asked For, episode number 12. I'm Clayton Palmer, and I'm joined by my host and wife, April. Say hello, April. Hello, April. Yeah, we're back to doing that again. <laughs> I got some bad reviews from people saying we can't stop doing that. So Positive feedback. Yes, positive, in a mean way. <laughs> um, so we had a uh, episode last week, uh, Barbarian with Ashley Cribs. So good. It yeah. was so good. We did have some technical difficulties. Uh, sorry to Ashley, you know, for the hiss in her episode. But the episode was good. It was. And it was you, really good. If you haven't had a chance, go check it out. You know, it's, if you haven't seen Barbarian, uh, this will be a good lead in to see whether or not you want to see it. Spoiler um, alert. It has spoilers in it. It's a lot of spoilers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty much the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we have found the problem, though, uh, with the hiss, and we've alleviated that. Uh, so that hopefully won't happen anymore. I'd like to thank everybody who came on during their Thanksgiving break and took the time to record, you know. So we're going to be putting out episodes over the next couple of months with all the people that we recorded while we are visiting family. Uh, so definitely, you know, keep up with all that. We have got a lot of news because we took a week off. Uh, so we're going to cover some stuff that's already came out. Um, and then and then the regular stuff that we normally do in industry news. <laughs> as long as these double standard dummies keep on talking about it, we're going to keep talking about it. Um, director John Woo is one of the latest to chime in on the comic book movies. He literally only makes action movies. And he was like, you know, he just said they suck. Didn't they, John Woo do The Conjuring? No, 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 that's James Wan. Oh, okay. Yeah. John Woo did um, uh, The Wind Talkers. Uh, he did Mission Impossible 2, uh, which is pretty much a comic book movie in itself. I mean, you, the lead character is never going to die. We're just, up to, what, seven I now? Can't, I can't believe it's still happening. Yeah, Mission Impossible is kind of like the Expendables at this point. count. Yeah. Kudos uh, to y'all that love it. But he said he prefers Scorsese kind of movies, and, you know, of course he did. And he did like Face Off and Broken Arrow, you know. Which Face Off, face off a was a good, good movie. movie. Yeah. It's a re- and Broken Arrow was a good movie. But I would consider them the same as comic book movies. Right. They're, they're action movies. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> really, Scott said that the comic book movies were boring as shit. <laughs> it's a lot of old men who like hate these comic book movies. Really. I mean, I think, okay, so my theory is any publicity is publicity. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, for actors who passed away, we've had two um, that I'm aware of. Uh, Joss Ackland. Uh, this guy's had over like 130 film and TV credits. Uh, he was in The Hunt for Red October, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Uh, I recognize him as Hans from The Mighty Ducks. He was the guy who owned the hockey shop. Mm-hmm. And so he was the expert and he helped Emilio Estevez's character, Gordon, train the ducks and take on the hawks in that movie so that's the only thing i really knew him from um but he's been in a lot of stuff uh over the years also peter spellos um he's known for his work on nbc's american dreams i never saw this show this was like early 2000s so i wasn't really watching uh, a lot of tv at that point he made appearances in growing pains and married with children uh the wonder years step by step was he in the wonder years uh, i'm not sure i mean he only made appearances like oh, okay. two or three episodes okay most of them were a couple of episodes that he appeared in uh he was mainly known for voice acting 
I mean, he had he had parts in a lot of different movies, Men in Black 2, City of Angels, Heartbreakers. So he was in big budget movies, just like side parts, mm-hmm. mostly. I bet if I saw him, I would know who he who he was. Yeah, yeah. He's a very noticeable um, person. Mm-hmm. Like, you've seen him, and I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I just didn't know didn't who know he who was, he was. Yeah, yeah, at the time. In TV news, uh, the last episode of Loki came out this week. I love the way the show ended. Uh, kind of wrapped everything up in a really? neat little bow. Yeah, I plan on watching that during the Christmas holiday break. break. Yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna binge watch it and watch every episode. Yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, I think six episodes. And I love I'm, Loki. So. I'm pretty sure there won't be a season three. The way really? it ended. Yeah, yeah, it it wraps up that character. I think. Um, I don't know if uh, Tom Hiddleston will you know, ever return for that role. I'm sure he would if he was asked. But My my child would be very disappointed. She loves some Tom Hiddleston. She loves yeah. some Loki. It's a good character arc, you know, for his for his character. Yeah. You know, over the movies and over the TV show. It, like some complexity. Yeah, he went him. from being the villain to the hero. Yeah. You know, so. Hey, heart, Tom Hiddleston. Uh, we've got Crystal Lake that's going to be coming out in 2024. This is a prequel to Friday the 13th series. All the campers coming to the thing and people dying and all the stuff that set up the stage for uh, Jason. So I I don't know if you've ever seen the original movies. A long time ago. Yeah. A long um, time ago. I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I don't, you know, it's, I don't know how it's going to work. Maybe it's just that the place is cursed. Slasher films aren't my jam, so I mean, I think people that watch them, I'm glad they like them, but they're just, they're just not my, yeah, just not my jam. They, they, I, I don't like slasher films as much as I like just suspenseful, thriller, paranormal, spooky, scary movies. <laughs> Which leading into that, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we've got in 2024, Welcome to Dairy. This yes. is going to be the prequel to It, uh, Stephen King's It. Uh, the only person I know in the film is Madeline Stowe from The Last of the Mohicans. Um, the rest of them are, are new actors that I haven't seen before. So I would be very interested to see, because if you've ever read the book, yeah. the, there's so much in the book that is not in the movie, which is like most uh, most novels. Right. But I bet they take a lot of the beginning part of the book, you know, we, I haven't read the book. Oh, well, they took a a lot. There's so much in the beginning part of the book that sets up, sets up it essentially that I can see them getting many, many episodes out of. So, so what I've seen on IMDb is this is all going to be pre 1960s. Mm -hmm. So, so the book is, the book is, the book sets it up perfectly and essentially creates the setting for it and and part of that is that the thread is that these things have happened before in dairy okay okay it's good i'm i'm if they do what i hope they do i am in (laughs) (laughs) uh now uh this week we've had a couple of releases uh november the 17th was um the season premiere of fargo have you seen any of the... I've seen the movie, but I've never seen the No, I haven't series. watched any of this. Uh, th- I'm pretty sure this is season six what? that it's on right now. Um, it's been running since about 2015, oh. and I think they may have actually taken a year off in oh. between seasons. So this kind of jumped back in, like five and six just started back up, I think. November 25th, uh, one of my favorites is uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special. Every year they put out... A Christmas special since 
the Tom or not Tom Edelston. Um, okay, people are gonna crucify me for it. Eggleston. So the the newer versions of the Doctors from like the last three or four Doctors, um, they put out the Christmas special every year, and they're also they're like really good episodes most of the time. So I'm looking forward to watching that. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. On the 29th, we've got the Artful Dodger coming out on Hulu. Uh, this is an 1850s Australia drama based on uh, Charles Dickens' character, who was a thief, but is now a surgeon. So Dodger is the name of the character. Oh. Uh, on November 30th, we got the season or series premiere of Obliterated on Netflix. Uh, this is a special forces team looking for terrorists in Vegas, and the terrorists want to blow up Vegas. Oh. So they might have an atomic bomb or something, and they're trying like to stop a- them. Terrible show. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, December 1st, we've got season three of Slow Horses on Apple TV. This is British intelligence agents who have like kind of messed up their careers. This has Gary Oldman in it. So oh, I haven't yes. seen it. You know, we don't have Apple TVs, but I'm, I keep on seeing good shows. Me like too. Let's stuff swap that I'm, it up. Let's yeah, get interested rid of in. So mm-hmm. in movie news, uh, it looks like there might no. be a Hocus Pocus 3. No. I saw the second one and hated it. You know, it's nowhere near, you know, it was done, what, 15 years after the original or so? No. You know, it was, it was a good decade for sure. No. Uh, And there's talks that the mother witch might be the villain in this. You know, they talk about her in the first movie uh, and then there's talk in the second movie about her and apparently she's turned into a bird or something. And so she I might can't. make a comeback. Nope. No, 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 no. And I think they no. even do a flashback in the second movie. I no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't. I'm a purist. I, I thought it was terrible. The second movie. Watch but. The second. but Emma, um, our daughter, she read she the, liked book. the book. Yeah. yeah, she did. She enjoyed the book. And then she said the second movie wasn't terrible, which in my <laughs> daughter speak is meh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. National Treasure 3 is going to happen, and Jerry Bruckheimer is uh, going to be returning it as a producer for this. Like the first one, not so big of a fan of the I second one. I'd be interested to see how the third one is going to go. I don't know I why really, you don't like them. You like heist movies, so I do. like I Ocean's really, Eleven, and so this should be like a really alley. I really like the first National Treasure. The second one, I guess, I felt was a little campy. Yeah. But so it is happening. Does. There's an IMDb page for it. For the movie right now. I mean, I think Nicolas Cage is just a severely underrated act. He can yeah, do oh, anything. Oh, I love him now. Yeah. He's, he's like, um, he's like Robert Downey Jr. Like he, you know, kind of fell off for a mm-hmm. while and then he's like made a huge comeback. Because he embraced his awkward and he embraced. Um, well, no, actually I was reading an article where he was talking about his, like he's, is he's having a hard time because he's like basically considered a meme. <laughs> You know, in so many things. He should take that as a compliment. Yeah. He said he just doesn't know how to handle it, you know. <laughs> now that the um, the writers and actor strikes have ended, uh, Venom 3 is going to resume production. Tom Hardy will return uh, as the anti-hero Venom. Right now, there's only two other people connected to the movie, uh, Juno Temple and Chuetel, uh Ejiofor, I think I'm pronouncing that right, uh, who played, he played Baron Mordo. Mm. in the Doctor Strange movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, so no word on whether that's his role in this, but I'm sure it is. Right, because it ties into... Yeah, it's a Marvel movie. The they, I mean, it is still Sony, I think, who has the rights to this right now. 
Uh, but it is, they've been, you know, swapping out characters with Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sony's been putting out a lot of Spider-Man stuff, trying to get get it over the but, finish line before they lose it forever. But you know, Spider the the Spider-Man into the multiverse? Yeah, yeah. So good. Yeah, that was a good one. But they've been putting out a, like a lot of stuff. You know, they've done that when they did the the um far from home and all those Which was so good yeah those mm-hmm. were those were good um and they're actually coming out with another one that'll lead us into this uh madam web uh, it's another spider verse character uh this is going to be dakota um fanning fanning yeah mm-hmm. and basically she's a clairvoyant and she is going to help save the life of these three girls who are going to end up being spider-man characters this is a live action movie so you've got three different spider women spider-man variants uh, and there's like an evil spider person yeah. uh, in the movie, uh, and she basically helps save them. So her character could like transfer over into the MCU because she's like a pivotal part mm-hmm. in uh, like the the Web of Spider Man series. You know the Spider Verse stuff. Like her her role is really big because she's a clairvoyant. If they do it well and correctly, it could be a very big yeah move. Uh, Taika Waititi says his Star Wars film is going to piss people off. I don't know what this means, but if it's going to be any direction like Thor, uh, Love and Thunder. But he did the first Thor and it was He did and then, and then he lost his damn so mind. Good. It was so good. <laughs> Dark Shadows. I mean, I, you know, Jojo Rabbit. He, he has done some. He's done some good stuff. Some really but, good but things. But when, when you're messing with stuff that people know and love. You know, you can do that with Jojo Rabbit. Right. You know, right. because nobody knows what that is, you know, beforehand. There's a book, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you it's can take some, you know, artistic direction with that. You know, you got decades and decades of Star Wars of, of or Marvel. Very, very yeah. committed. Committed Star fans. fans. Yeah. Well, you know, who knows, right? Maybe he, any press is press, right? Perhaps no, maybe he's saying no. this to... Well, you know, they just came out with the the Pandaverse thing, you know, talking about because the woman who's in I can't remember her name right now, but but um, the woman who was over Star Wars, that property, she's like just killing the franchise and people hate her for what like she's done with the franchise. Um, You know, real fans, you know, let's see what let's see. When is it set to come out? Uh, I am, I think it's 2024 for so sure. Uh, yeah. So it'll be the next year. I just hope he, I hope he does a good job as a director and, and doesn't go the activist route. You're giving me that look, but, <laughs> but typically, we'll typically men are the, the people who are buying tickets to Marvel movies and to star Wars. I don't, I don't think. Yeah. That's no, that's very much I think, true. I think all people who love yeah all star wars and marvel well i'll give you a good example a good example would be the marvels this is a movie that's made for men but they didn't make it for men that's who's buying the tickets i mean women didn't go see it either it could be just because it was a crappy movie yeah so but the word got out that it was crappy before it even came out anyway coyote (laughs) versus acme (laughs) all right coyote versus acme uh so this is uh, a movie uh, that was going to be shelved. It was shelved as, to use as a tax write-off. The movie was already done. And then the people who made the movie started making a big stink about it. I don't know if they you can just do that legally. That's, that's the big thing. I don't think that they should be able to do that. 
I don't know. What do you think? I think that it's just like rehashing something that shouldn't have ever been made in the first place. I, I don't. What's the point? What it, if it's good, though? What if it's not? It doesn't sound good. It sounds But you've already spent the money to make it. Like a campy then it should be like a Netflix. They can make movie. some movie back, you but yeah, you're, you shouldn't be able to just write Hulu off Hulu or a Nickelodeon. Or I mean something. they're gonna be able to write if it loses money, they're gonna be able to write off part of it anyway. But they uh, wanna write off the whole thing. But I'm also an adult, so this yeah. doesn't sound appealing to me in any form. So perhaps People with smaller people will enjoy this because they get like two hours of sanity well, okay. and popcorn. What if they would have done that with um? What was the Tom Cruise movie that just came out? The um Danger Zone. Tom Cruise and planes. I can't even think of it right now. <laughs> Are you talking about Top Gun? Top Gun. Yes. Oh my God. It's it's just eluding me right now. Top Maverick. What if they would have taken Maverick and said, Hey, you know, this movie cost us, you know, two hundred million dollars. We're just going to shelve it and take a financial loss. And that would have been a terrible, terrible right. thing. Maverick you wouldn't want them to do really it because good. you like that I franchise. Do. And whomever likes the coyote, enjoy. They'll go and yeah. see that. I, I think it, I think it's just sketchy. It's really sketchy to, that you're going to make something and I then mean, say, we're just not going to ever release it. not the only company, I'm sure, that does that. Um, and. Yeah. Makes a fake movie and then gets a tax write-off. Yeah. I'm I'm sure they're... It's got to be illegal. Many. <laughs> it's got to be illegal. If it's not, it, I think it's going to be. Drop it in the comments. Uh, Pedro Pascal. There's a couple of these. Pedro Pascal's uh, being eyed as uh, Mr. Fantastic. Mads Mikkelsen may be up for Doctor Doom. And Javier Bardem is, could be playing Galactus in the Fantastic Four. I was hoping not to see another um, Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four, because we've already gotten several of these now. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like the Spider-Man movies. You get the same characters regurgitated. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to see the Green Goblin anymore. I was hoping to go another route, but but Mads Mikkelsen could be a good role for that. For who, that who is Doctor that? Who Mads is Mikkelsen. Yeah. Uh, he's mostly played like villain characters. Um, you remember, uh, is it is it 007? He, he's the... Villain who bleeds out of his eye. Oh, oh, oh that yeah, character. I know yeah. who that is. Yeah. He's... So, he's, yeah, he... um, he, I could see him in that role for sure. Hmm. Uh, but I'm hearing more and more buzz on, like, what's coming up with Fantastic Four. So I think it's going to be a huge movie. You think so? Uh, that MCU is going to do, yeah. The only thing is, is, you know, they're breaking their kind of tradition of um, not hiring new actors or kind of, I don't know, like has been actors like they did with, you know, Robert Downey Jr. Mm-hmm. Like he was a B actor at the mm-hmm. time. They're kind of breaking that tradition with and this. Maybe if they, they go that route, maybe they're just doing it to start and then seeing what happens. Yeah. So frozen four <sighs> is in the works. I, there's not a three yet, but I don't, I don't, what, what else are they, you know what? I'm going to stop asking questions. I can't imagine what else they're going to do. I, they can't let it go. <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey 2 uh, is going to be coming out next year. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, okay. So the only thing I was thinking about this was, I haven't seen the first one yet. I, I need to see it because it's a good, like, B movie, <laughs> you know, I love those kind of movies. So yeah. I'm just wondering what's going to happen when all these intellectual properties start running out. Like, you know, there's only a certain amount of time for like written works and everything to be 
to belong to you until it becomes public property. I'm sure. I am and sure. And so what's going to happen with Mickey Mouse? Disney has some kind of something. I am sure yeah. they have secured that character. Or maybe that's why they keep pushing Figment. <laughs> what? <laughs> maybe Figment's to replace Mickey no, Mouse once no, that IP I'm runs sure. out. I am sure they have done something. Because Disney's almost up on, what, 100 years? I'm sure they have done something, at least for Mickey and Minnie Mouse, to hold on to the... Because, okay, all right. So I think Disney has probably done something to hold on to those big main characters. So I'm talking like Mickey and Minnie, Daisy and Donald. Yeah, all the core characters. Goofy, Pluto, where they're kind of like, well, we'll let you have, you know... 101 Dalmatians, right? So it's the same concept because they... 101 Dalmatians and Cruella, and although I think they're made by Disney, but I think I think they're kind of like me. You can. I have don't know. Those. I don't know the law on that, so I just know well, that. Well, because like, what about Snow White? Well, there ha- there have been movies. Well, they're gonna there's gonna be. We mentioned that I think the last time mm-hmm. we talked was mm-hmm. um, there's gonna be another Snow White that's coming out around the same time as Disney's Snow White. Uh, this um, I, can't, I don't even know who it is. Ben Shapiro, he's like a conservative talk person online, and his studio is going to make one in reaction to the <laughs> whole, like, oh the whole, goodness. you know, issues with uh, Rachel Zegler, and they're just going to make one, though, and, and Disney's, like, actually putting money behind, like, a smear campaign to where they can, you know, keep their property what it is, I guess. Interesting to watch the duke it out. Yeah. And lastly, in movie news, uh, Jordan Peele Studio is going to be uh, doing a remake of People Under the Stairs. So, Wes Craven's People Under the Stairs. That movie is so scary. That movie scares me. I don't know me. why you think that's it so is, scary. It is. so scary. It didn't scare your... It scared uh, our friend, right? Not so much. I mean, there's a story that's kind of funny, you know, inside story. Oh, but, well, it scared yeah. me. It's a scary movie <laughs> about people under the stairs. So I'll be interested it's to see. It's a weird movie. It's a very weird movie. Um, interested for the to time. see how Jordan Peele does it. I mean, he's a phenomenal director, so I'd be interested to see what he's going to do. How yeah. he's going to, how he's going. He has a great way of he's a great storyteller yeah and so i think that movie in particular and that concept will be he'll he'll do a great job at it so it's gonna scare the bejesus out of me so looking yeah. forward to that this week's movie releases uh we've got wish from disney uh we follow asha uh played by ariana debose who wishes upon a star and uh a troublemaking star comes down from the heavens. I have literally seen nothing about this, and I I haven't either. Heart everything about Disney. I mean, so I've seen like one or two. Haven't seen previews, but anything, no, no advertisements for not, it. None of this. So, uh, so the cast is you're gonna have like a star-studded cast with this. Um, Chris Pine, Alan Tudyk, uh, Angelique Cabral, Evan Peters, uh, Harvey Gillian. Uh, he was Guillermo <laughs> from What We Do in the Shadows. So I, I love this guy. Yes. He's funny. In the show. Um, the and then you know Alec Tudyk, right? He's the one who plays um, the friend on A Knight's Tale. The <gasps> redhead. Yes. Yeah, so I, I like this guy. He's really funny, too. Oh, yes. Uh, we also have Napoleon out this week uh, with uh, Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, what can, more can I say? It's the life of Napoleon. Wasn't so, Napoleon really short? Yeah. Okay. I guess. Joaquin Phoenix is not. 
So No, but I mean, you know, that's movie magic. Right, right. Uh, but right. this is the life of Napoleon. Uh, it's three hours long. Ooh. Yeah, long movie. The Hunger Games Ballad of Songbird and Snakes. Uh, this is with Rachel Zegler, Tom Blythe, uh, Viola Davis, Peter Dinklage. I didn't read the book. I know we talked about it before. I'm probably going to go see it, you know, if I get a chance. Uh, if not, I'll wait. I'm not, I'm not like super stoked to see it. Mm-hmm. I did happen to go see though this week. <laughs> I took our daughter and, and uh, some other family members. We went and saw Thanksgiving. This movie was awesome. This was like a surprise hit for me. Uh, I had very low hopes going in for this movie. I thought, oh, this is just going to be like, you know, B's mm-hmm. horror movie mm-hmm. slasher kind of film. No, this movie was like, it was like smart. The characters were really good. You know, everybody was cast, I think, perfect in mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, it's directed by Eli Roth. Uh, has Patrick Dempsey, Rick Hoffman. Uh, this is Lewis uh, from Suits. Anybody who watches Suits, this he's like one of the best characters in the show. A lot of like good jump scares. Some of the best gore <laughs> that I've seen in a movie. <laughs> But I mean, that's what that's what Eli Roth is known for. His like I was actually covering my face for once. Ooh. Like I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, like I'm telling you, you need to go see this movie. It is so good. Now, for our topic of the week, we're past Thanksgiving now. What's your favorite Christmas movie, April? So I have. I have three Christmas movies that are no, you on get the one. same. No, 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 that are on the same oh, level. Come on. So, um, is one of them Die Hard? No, <laughs> <laughs> a Muppet Christmas Story, a Christmas Story, and then Emmett Otter's Christmas Story. That is like the worst movie they ever. Are not, they are I'm talking not. about the Emmett Otter. No, it is not. It is so uh. good. If you've never seen it, it is Jim Henson. At his best. It's a sweet movie. And a part of it is, it it's nostalgic for me. I watch it with my mom, with my sister. So um, it's there's some nostalgia with it. All right. So since you picked three, now what makes those movies like your favorites, I guess? This is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think that A Muppet Christmas... Carol tells a traditional story in a very clever and creative way. And if you know me, I'm a massive Jim Henson fan yeah. and ha- and have been my entire life from The Muppet Show to Fraggle Rock to almost nearly everything he, he has done and the Henson company has done. So I The Muppet Christmas Carol, I think, is a very clever way to tell a Dickens yeah. story. Yeah. Um, Emmett Otter's nostalgic, purely nostalgic. And then A Christmas Story is just a good, it's just a good, fun. Oh, wait, you're talking about the A Christmas Story. That's the one where yes. he, the Red Rider. Right, right. The <sighs> Red Rider, BB gun, and you'll shoot your eye out. And so, I, I again, it's about nostalgia because it used to come on TBS and yeah. it would be a 24 hours of a Christmas. That's why I hate that movie. <laughs> Is because you made me watch that movie over and over it would be all day. Twenty four hours of a Christmas story, and I watched. I loved it. I watched it with my family. We would watch it over and over. And so again, yeah, because it's I the think, only thing on. I, I love it. So those are my favorite Christmas movies that all are on the same. I love Christmas movies in general. I could watch 
two Christmas movies, two to three a day during the entire month of December. I get that. I get that. So I love Christmas time and I love Christmas movies. And yeah. so I we listen to strictly nothing but Christmas music for the next. Oh, no. It started for me with Emma the other day. Like <laughs> next month. And all of them. I will the day say, we got back. She turned it to Christmas music in some form because the the Hallmark Channel and all of those different movies have you know, all of those different channels have Christmas movies on them. So I missed cable just a little, but not enough to actually buy it. I don't know. It may it. be a good option now with all these streaming, <laughs> streaming services. Talks. Yeah, paying more now. What about you? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Um, I mean, since you're picking three, I guess I'm gonna yes pick at least two. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, my first one is not my favorite, but uh, one of my favorites. Uh, Love Actually. <gasps> so I consider good. that a Christmas movie. Me I, too. I mean, it's set during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, it it's a lot of different stories going on, and they all kind of connect at the end. Um, and I like that kind of storytelling mm-hmm. uh, to where you're, like, not just stuck on one yep. um, character. So um, that would be my first one. And then... My favorite all time is Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you don't like it. I, I will tell you, you know, I watched it for you because oh, you're I, gonna spent, watch it for me again. I spent my <laughs> whole life avoiding that movie. Anytime. It really? Was, Why? Because I think it's sad and I think <laughs> it's pitiful. And I think there's there's a lot of crying on Christmas. And, and I, I just don't. I just don't. It's like that movie. And then what's the movie with Judy Garland where she sings and they move and all that other. I don't know. I don't know. They, it's they, She sings and they move move and it's a whole thing yeah um and don't i anytime that would come on i'd change the channel because i just can't i just can't i can't get into i don't understand the appeal of those movies but again you you may not understand why i like the emmett otter yeah no i understand you you watch that as a kid so i get that but the yeah. The movie with the, the it's also like a white, you know, what is it? The white Christmas or whatever. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Yeah. All of those movies, maybe perhaps because I associate with old people. <laughs> well, it's a black and white movie. <laughs> um, I, now, for anybody who hasn't seen it, this is Jimmy Stewart. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, he's a famous actor. Uh, he plays George Bailey. We, you know, we follow George and he has a guardian angel, Clarence. Uh, and he's trying to get his wings. And basically, George is going to commit suicide uh, in the movie because he's lost. Well, he didn't lose it, but his uncle lost some money. And he thinks he's going to go to jail and lose the family business. His family is going to suffer and everything. He, ha- I think he has a life insurance policy as well. The whole movie is just about how he his life sucks. That's that's the whole movie. I think it's about he doesn't hope. <laughs> get to he doesn't get to travel, so he's sad, and he yeah. he doesn't get to go to Europe, so he's sad, and he uh, so the whole movie is just about how his life sucks. It's about a man getting beat down. <laughs> <laughs> how is that a Christmas movie? <laughs> because he at the end he realizes you know what he has. I think I Does think that's he? what it is. I yeah. I just you know they I, it's two minutes of a. Oh, look at the hope we give you with 45 <laughs> other minutes of your life sucks. I just, I can't. I just can't. I, I think the movie has some of the best scenes, you know, as far as a Christmas movie. Like, I like the the lasso, you know, when they talk about he's going to lasso the moon. 
uh, the dance scene where the floors open up and there's the pool underneath and everybody kind of falls in. I think those are just like classic scenes. I like the movie. I like it in black and white. The I, mo- it's the whole <laughs> movie is about, I, again, I'll give you the last, I don't know, like three minutes of the movie where Clara Bell or whatever her name is, is like, look, something about a bell. And that was somebody, his daughter. Uh, <laughs> somebody gets, and she says every time a bell rings, an angel gets there. There you go. It was something about a bell. And then there's something about a bar and people drink. And, now th- but this movie's set also, you got to look at when it was set too. It's set like around the time of like, the Great Depression, you had to oh, run, well, run on the banks and everything. So it's the tone of the movie is what it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not supposed to be like a happy, happy movie all the Which way through. Which sounds like an awesome movie to watch at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we could all watch so some... So much fun. We could all watch some dish rags, you know, <laughs> singing. Listen, at least I'm entertained and not like sad about that man's life and his life and... I will watch it for you and only for you. Okay. Anybody else? No. Okay. Well, I think that's going to be it for tonight. We're going <laughs> to stop Christmas, trashing everyone. each other's <laughs> Christmas movies. And it's not. It's not <laughs> trashing. It is a. It is a sign of care and affection and love because I am willing to watch <laughs> that awful, depressing Clarabelle movie with you. I don't know where you're getting Clarabelle from. But... Isn't her name Clarabelle? <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway (laughs) that's gonna be it for tonight so uh join us next week we'll have another episode next week uh news no one can no news no one asked for if i can get that right and we are gonna be uh covering some more stuff so follow us on on twitter and x and those are the same things now so facebook all of those things and we'll see you later see y'all later (laughs) 